family, what's going on, sports family? It's your favorite two grown-ass men, Mike and Jamal. We're here to bless you with another hot episode. Mike, what's going on? Say what up to the sports family. Sports family, sports family, what's up? We're struggling out here, man. Jamal's living in Texas. I'm living in Florida. And if you've been watching the news, these spikes in the coronavirus are kind of taking over. And we're starting to feel like all our sports are going to be gone this fall. And the only sport we're going to have left is spades. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if we got to deal with this pandemic, man. No better way to deal with it than the game of spades. So we're going to break it down to you, sports family. The only way we know how, that's two grown-ass men style. So, Mike, go ahead and kick us off, man. Tell us how you were introduced to the game of spades. Well, my dad played spades a lot, and um, he took me to – we had a little family barbecue, and I had always saw them playing, and I've been standing on the side, and I'm like, man, I – this don't seem that hard. I want to play. I want to play. You know, you kind of that gnat in their ear. Let me play. Let me play. Finally, they let me on the table. And boy, oh boy, I left out of there more mature, but broke hearted. <laughs> How about you, Jamal? How did you learn? Oh, that was a heck of a christening. Man, I tell you, <laughs> pretty similar. Pretty similar, man. I left with my, a bruised ego. But I, you know, I, I laid I out with my chest, man. I, I knew I, I said I'm going to get better at this game and I'm going to be the champ. But yeah, you know, similar fashion, you know, it was a, I think it was at Thanksgiving, man. I was a kid, same concept, little nagging kid, you know, with the grownups. And I think my mom told me, hey, know a child's place. Go and sit back down. But I went and got the backup deck of cards and me and my cousin started, when we started playing, and um, so that was kind of my introduction. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't understand the concepts. But again, that's why we we here. We're going to break it down to you, Mike. So I think you got a hell of a topic right here. We're going to kick it off. So let's go ahead and tell them the story about the game of spades. Well, first of all, if you if you're going to uh, take this this journey of playing a game of spades, no matter where you play, you have to realize Every game of spades in every house is going to be a bit unique. So the first most important rule is understanding the house rules, because that can get you kicked out of the party and get you uninvited for future parties. Tell them about it, Jamal. Amen to that, bro. Let me tell you something. Whether you're on the East Coast, the West Coast, it does not matter, man. It's going to be key for you to understand how to avoid getting your ass whipped and how to make sure that you get invited to the next party. So house rules, it, it, it varies. We play the game a little bit different on our coast than some other coasts. So Mike, I want you to break it down exactly what that means to the sports family. So house rules, the first thing you want to know is what are the jokers are, and are there any, uh, any kind of wild card? So uh, jokers, which one's the big joker, which one's the little joker. In some places, the joker with the, the biggest picture is considered the big joker, and the, the joker with the little picture that has the word guarantee is considered the big joker in some other places. So you better make sure you're clear about which one it is when you sign up. The other one is we always played joker, joker, deuce, deuce. So it was big joker. Little Joker, 
to a diamond, to a spades, then an ace of spades. Some people don't play with the twos, the twos in there like that. Man, what you crazy. got, Jamal? That's crazy because yeah, exactly. We grew up the same way. You know what? It just 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 imagine this, sports family. It just gives you more opportunity to cut somebody ass. You know what I'm saying? And win some <laughs> more books. So just like Mike said, you know what? Big Joker, little Joker. You know what I'm saying? To a to a uh, uh, spit it out, motherfucker. Drew blank shit. To a diamond and then that to a spade and then an ace. So you know when it comes down to it, you know what you want to. You have to understand that because you don't want to run into some of these these uh, situations down the road because your partner is gonna be looking at you sideways. Like I knew this motherfucker couldn't play. They're gonna be talking about the side <laughs> of their mouth. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly. There's no other way. You know, of course we'll go to a different coast then. You know, they play the, the game a little bit different, but it does not matter. The game is universal, regardless of what cards you're playing with. Just make sure you understand how to avoid getting your ass whipped. What you got for us next, Mike? The next important thing is how to not look like a fool when you're bidding and kind of understanding what your partner's saying when they tell you what their bid is. So bidding is when you're when you're trying to announce or get a gauge of how many books you think you're going to win in the game. And if you are a rookie playing spades, the worst thing you can do your very first hand is to say, I think I got eight books because nobody's going to believe you. Even if you got nothing but spades in your hand, if you sit down and say, I got eight books on your very first hand, nobody's going to play. Another one is when your partner is bidding and they say, I got two, and a possible or three and a possible what does that mean jamal (laughs) this is the difference between people who can count and people who can't (laughs) what that means let me break it down to you sports family that means that you have two for sure books undoubtedly two of those cards are going to win regardless of what anybody else plays that possible is the difference between understanding the game at 120% versus 80%. That possible means that somebody could come behind you, cut your ass, or if the right person plays out of turn or what, if that possible, it could be a variation of things. But the question, though, too, is how good is the possible? How much trust do you have in your partner? Because I tell you what, if Mike tell me, if we partners and he tell me he got a possible, I'm counting that as a book. Somebody else now, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know now. You know, you start going back and down memory lane, like saying, hey, hold on. I believe he failed basic general math. And matter of fact, he had a hard time with geometry and calculus and everything else. Now, it doesn't get that in depth, but a possible could be also friendships and breakups. I'm just mm, saying, there know, you go. Know the rules. Know what you're playing for. Now, there's a couple of things that could actually um, really, really get you hurt in this game. One of them being uh, sandbagging, and that oh. could get you hurt from your partner. Jamal, why don't you explain to them what sandbagging means? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Man, there's so many ways to avoid getting your ass whooped in here. And it's simple. <laughs> it is so simple. Just be a good partner. So sandbagging means that, let's say, if I I say to my partner, hey, look, I got five books. I got five books. And at the end, during the game, 
that increases <laughs> from five to six to seven to eight books. So remember, I said I got five books, but at the end of the game, I got eight. That's sandbagging, meaning that you did not predict your hand correctly. And that right there is the difference between you winning the game and you losing it. What if it came down, sports family, to those three books that you didn't claim because you said you only had five, but you really got eight. And now your partner looking at you like you walking your ass home. I mm-hmm. you, know, you ain't getting in you ain't not getting in my car sandbag looking ass. In some coasts, they do penalize you if you sandbag and you get more than three books over what you predicted. There's a score penalty for that. So you gotta watch out. The other one that could get you hurt is talking across the table. That's a dangerous one. Mm. People will put guns on the table when you start doing that. Put knives on the table. And mm. what is talking across the table, Jamal? Oh, man. Talking across the table is this. I mean, you you might as well not even be playing spades, man. If you have to say to your partner, hey, hey, I, I, hey, I got that king. I got that. <laughs> I got that big joker. That right there will get you punched at the table, uninvited. You will never come back to a Thanksgiving dinner, a Christmas dinner, and the New Year celebration. Talking across the table means that you are really, literally saying what you have, uh, and and really kind of um, letting your partner know what 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 to play and what not to play. And that shit right there is a no no. And, and I don't care what age. Matter of fact. My, my cousin did that when we were playing our little mock-up game and we got in a fight. Can't remember who got <laughs> their ass whooped, but it all came down to talking across the table. You don't do that. And let's be clear. Talking across the table can be verbal or nonverbal. I've seen people get slapped for when their partner play a club and that was the suit they wanted them to play and they do the head nod like, mm-hmm. yes, thank like, yes, or when they play a, cl- a suit they don't like, and they're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, stay away from that. Like, that will get you hurt. Yes, sir. The, la- the next one we got is there's four people at the table. Only one of them actually keeps the score. Be careful about who you allow to keep the score because there is something that we call um, affectionately termed pencil whipping. And that is when the scorekeeper does not keep an accurate score. And that can break out in a big fight as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, so don't have Uncle Leroy, who is keeping score, allow you to get pencil whip. Now, pencil whip has nothing to do with pencil break. Pencil whip has everything (laughs) to do with addition and subtraction. Matter of fact, I've seen at the table where we like, whoa, 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 hold on. You know how you can think math in your head really quick. You don't need your phone or a calculator or a pencil to add up the score. You know one plus one equals two. And when you wait, 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 hold on. What's the score? Oh, no, 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 no. So you, You've been winning the whole game, and then the last hand, they like, yeah, we just need two more books to win. Like, wait a minute. You've been losing the whole game. How you need two books to win? <laughs> And I'm telling you, Uncle Leroy will make sure that he pleads his case. And you know what? To to stand by the lie, he will fight you. He will fight you. Uncle Leroy does not want to be disrespected at the table of spades. That's just the ultimate sign of disrespect, especially if they're accustomed to winning. What you got for us next, Mike? 
the next one that can kind of get you universally cussed out at the table, your own teammate, people again on the other team, uh, people sitting on the sideline waiting for downs, you know, who got next. If at any point you are sitting at the table, never ask the question, what led? Oh. Tell them why. Ah, oh. oh, damn. <laughs> what led is you getting your ass whipped if you have to ask that question. So it's sports family. So check this out. Paying attention to detail means everything in winning and losing this game. Now, if the reason why you want to pay attention to what led and you don't ever want to ask that question is, yeah, like Mike said, that'll lead to you getting your ass whooped. But you got, let's say if my partner led with an ace of club. And, you know, and I'm not paying attention and I'm like, oh, so in my mind, I want to ask it, but I know I can't. And I can turn around (laughs) and I cut him because now I'm cutting clubs. He would have won that. He would have won that hand. So there was no reason for me to to cut him. And that, like Mike said, he'll give you that look like, just know this motherfucker didn't. So you're wait. That's the wasted that's a wasted hand right there. Like that's a wasted suit. And all I had to do was lead off with another, another card, like a a heart or a diamond. You know, I definitely don't want to throw a club out there. If I threw a spade to cut it, cause if I have a club, (laughs) that means I have to play it. So Mike is going to tell you what that is. If I cut him with a spade, even though he won the deck, and I lead out the next hand with a, a club. Mike, tell the sports family what that's that called. That term is called reneging. And uh, that has ended a, a many, many spades game. Uh, it, it's many, ended up many friendships and, and barbecues and all that. Like, reneging is a serious offense. Um, and once you have that kind of reputation of doing that, it's almost like a scarlet letter. Every barbecue, every spades game, every tournament, if anybody even talks spades, it's almost like they know you have been guilty in your past of reneging. And so you are excluded and you you never want to be feeling like that. Um, Mike, we got to tell the sports family this real quick before we go on to the next one. Dear white people, be very careful when you say that word, okay? So we don't want you to get hurt uh, amongst friends and family, but you have to be very careful how you use that word renege. Okay. Just a disclaimer. And and I would just say um, for, for our Caucasian friends, let, if you, if you do do that act in the game of space, first of all, you probably just lost all your, your black friends, but um, don't try to diagnose your error. Let someone else diagnose it and tell you what you did or just say, I think I messed up. Don't even try to use the word because um, it sounds too close to to other things that quite honestly will get you scrapped up. So uh, just say, I think I think I messed up, y'all. Can we start over or try to reshuffle the deck or throw a card on the floor and say I didn't get dealt all the number of cards or something? But do not say that word. Thank you. <laughs> so sports family we trying to help y'all out we trying to get y'all uh the knowledge you need to survive because it looks like this is gonna be a long fall 
Um, we want you guys to all be safe. Like we said, Jamal is in Texas. I'm in Florida and uh, it's getting really scary out there right now. I'm bugging out because I'm a huge Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I really thought all the stars were aligning for us to get to the Super Bowl this year and play that Super Bowl in the city of Tampa. I've already been saving money, getting ready for that. It was going to be lit. And quite honestly, I'm starting to get resigned to the fact that uh, spades may be all that we have left this fall to hold on to. So um, get your spade skills up, get your mask on, and, and stay safe. What you got for him, Jamal? Yes, sir, man, Mike. That's a hell of an outro right there, man. Sports Hamlin, the only thing I have to say is, hey, guard your grill, man. We know that it's our right to wear masks and not wear masks. But this comes down to about how much you love yourself and how much you love your family. I don't expect for everybody to love my family as much as I do. Of course not. That's naive and ignorant to think. But sports family, just take care of yourself. We understand this. It's not about your rights. This is about what's doing what's right for your health and your family's health. So just be safe out there. Use your best sense. If you don't have to go to certain places, don't go. You know, we want to make sure that you're here and alive and well. So that's what I got for you, sports family. So check us out. Next week, we got another hot topic coming your way. We're going to uh, put a post out on it and get your, th- your feedback. We hope to uh, enlist some, some female listeners to chime in. But we'd like to know kind of what are everyone's thoughts on uh, athletes who have significant uh, others or spouses who leverage their fame to build their own brand. And how do you feel about it? Have a good one, sports family. We'll catch you next week. Peace. We out.